0: Hey everyone, this is Brandon with the Variety Sports Podcast. You are listening to The 7th Inning Stretch. Now to your hosts, Logan Stone and Josh Edwards. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of The 7th Inning Stretch. I'm just going to be mediocre on that one right there. Like I like that. I like just going to be like, 7th inning stretch like just i've hyped it up too much um anyways my name is logan stone and i'm still working on the beginning of this stinking episode uh and with me is my co-host joshua edwards i don't know if you like to be called joshua but i'm called you joshua because of some stupid reason
1: usually my mom is the only person who calls me joshua so thanks
0: i did I (laughs) i am so sorry it's all good. Uh, yeah, we just got done watching the Cardinals game. Um, it wasn't a bad game. Um, Pujols was giving us an aneurysm, but, you know, whatever. Um, but before we get to that, we have at least three, four, five, six, uh, five games that we had in the last week. And so we should just go ahead and go with the Brewers. Um, yeah, so the game one. Uh, Brewers won five one. Uh, Wainwright lost the game, so that's uh that's disappointing. Woodruff was pretty good. Albert decided to steal third for some reason. Um, let's see how did they get their run on that one? Uh, oh, Edmund, Edmund got a Edmund got a run a home run in the eighth inning. Um, five left on base. So uh that was that was that one. The next game, the Cardinals bounced back with a 10-1 win over the Brewers. Uh Michaelis got the win over Freddie Peralta. Uh kind of sounded like the Cardinals were cheating. Uh we'll cover that in just a second. Um Edmund got another home run, his third of the year. Arenado got his fourth of the year. Um Michaelis had pitched a shutout. Uh, went six and two-thirds, only allowed three hits. Oh, he did have a run. He gave up a run, I'm sorry, uh, and a walk and seven strikeouts. Um, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, the next game, the Cardinals won 2-1. Uh, Steven Matz had the shutout uh, and beat Hauser. Uh, Stephen Matz went, if I can look, five and two-thirds, allowing three hits uh, and strict. Six strikeouts. Um, the Cardinals were helped by a Kisner RBI – no, uh, DeYoung RBI and Dickerson RBI. Um, yep, there goes that one. Uh, then they lost 6-5 to the Brewers. Uh, Cousins won that one, beating Hudson. Hudson went uh, – th- only went three innings – Allowed three hits, four uh, four runs, three earned three of them earned, two walks and two strikeouts. Um, Pools got a massive three uh, three run home run on uh, in the uh, third inning of the game or fifth inning, um, and that was about. Diggerson got an RBI. Edmund got an RBI, and uh, yeah, and then tonight. Wainwright went again. This this time beating Lazardo, uh, Pujols got uh, got on a couple times. Uh, De Young got an RBI. Edman got two. Uh, O'Neill got an RBI. Uh, Wainwright went five and two thirds, allowed five hits, one run. One of them uh, it was earned. Two walks and six strikeouts. Um. Yeah. So that was uh, the recap. Any? Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Oh well, lordy. Um, yeah, I know.
1: You gave me so much to chew on there. Yeah. I mean, we can we can just start running through topics, and we can relate back to the games. I mean, that yeah. that's a lot to cover, so we can just kind of fill it in as we need to go. Yeah. Uh, I tonight I thought pools looked good. I mean. Is it just me or does he look like.? Okay, don't take this out of context. But does it look 10, 12 years younger?
0: Uh, I'm Wainwright? I mean, no, uh, Pools. Oh, Pools. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, he still runs. Weird. Um, oh, yeah. him, sc- him scoring from first tonight uh, on that triple was the scariest thing I've scene in my life, I I thought, Pools is either going to have a heart attack going around first and second and third, or he's going to get thrown out at home on a stupid play like uh, the third trying to steal third that uh, the other day. Um,
1: took him thirteen point oh
0: one seconds to get from first base to home plate. I mean, they must have been. I, good lord, uh, yeah, it was bad throwing the plate. I mean. Yeah, it was a bad throw. I mean, he would have been hosed if but I think he was kind of he was kind of on it. But uh yeah, I mean he's he was running hard today. He definitely made his two point five million dollars. Um yeah, Michaelis for me, Michaelis did a major improvement. Um I think. Um he had a six run lead going into the third or at the, uh, going into the uh, second, the bottom of the second. So I think that kind of helped him. So he was able to actually face hitters, um, which is good. I think that helps his confidence and, you know, got to go after these guys. Um, Mats did really well, didn't allow a run. Uh, only went five and two thirds, I think.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's what it was, but that keeps him off your list for another week
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm he's off my shit list listen he's got no matter what he I mean the days he does bad I'm gonna I'm gonna crap on him because I think there are about four pitchers that I would have rather had than um Steven Matz that but hey he's this week he proved me wrong uh hopefully what is it Friday he does better
1: Yeah, because I heard Hicks is going to pitch Thursday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which he was supposed to pitch on Saturday and then didn't, Um, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, what do you think about the Michaelis and Matt's starts?
1: Um, They did exactly what I expected them to do. With both of them having rough first outings, I expected them to come back and make a point. Uh, I was more surprised by how well Michaelis pitched, Michaelis pitched. Um, I expected Matts to come out and, and look good. So I was very, very happy with that. Um, I need to pull back the brakes on, or I need to pump the brakes on what I said about the bullpen because the bullpen has been pitching very effectively. Um, they look fairly, fairly good. And that's probably a little bit of an understatement because I'm trying not to be
0: too much of a homer. but You can I mean, be a homer on this episode. I mean, the yeah. Cardinals episodes, you have to be kind of a homer.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I don't want to <laughs> overdo it, uh, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm, I'm still not comfortable with the pitching staff as a whole. Um, I don't think we have the depth we need for the length of the season. But I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with what we're looking at. Uh, it gives me hope every game going out there that if if the starter struggles, the bullpen will probably pull it together. Still haven't seen a whole lot of Verhagen, so. That makes me question how he looks. I think he's been in one, maybe two games. I have missed a couple games with family events and with my job. So I'm doing the best I can to keep up on every game. But, I mean, I'm I'm, you know, the offense is really good. I think we're in the top five in every major offensive category in the league right now. Mm. Uh, Yes, we're only two weeks in, 11 games. But, you know, I'm – I'm feeling comfortable right now. I'm not. I'm not thrilled. I'm not overexcited. But I'll. I'll take six and three to start the season, and uh, you know, be on our way. Pools looks good to me. Um, he looks better than I thought he was going to look, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, will hate on me for saying that, and and some people are going to agree with me. Um, my big concerns in the lineup right now are Dylan Carlson.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: I mean, he just. Yeah, for a good first couple of games, he's kind of... I don't know. What do you think about Carlson right now? I did want to hear your thoughts on Carlson. I wanted to point blank ask. What do you think?
0: Um. So, first of all, uh, Drew Verh- Verhagen has pitched in two games. Uh, Went three and two-thirds. Um, allowed three hits, three runs. All of them earned. Uh, three walks. Four strikeouts. So... Um, I mean, it's a small, uh, small sample size. Uh, sample si- thank you. Sample size. Um, but so, I mean, I, I kind of, w- it kind of seemed like whenever they got him, uh, he was going to have a bigger role and he hasn't really fulfilled that role yet. Um, for Carl as for Carlson, man, I, I don't know. I, he scares me. Um, I think he's very important. Um, I think I said in the last week's episode how important he is to the Cardinals. No, I'm actually supposed to say it in this episode. Um, but he's supposed to be very important to the Cardinals, and um, he's only had thirty. He's had thirty three at bats, six hits, um, a one eighty two batting average, two thirty seven on base. 242 slugging 479 yeah um i don't know i think i kind of have an excuse for paul goldschmidt who's has been struggling too um maybe it's the same for same for um what's his face carlson i don't remember how he was last year in april uh just seems like in april uh april some of the guys just because it's so cold it's harder to pick up the ball and stuff um i think he's gonna do better if it's may 25th and we're, we're still seeing similar averages to this i'm i'm gonna start being concerned and um i don't know i think maybe give him two days off uh I don't know. It's I don't know. I know he's proven himself. Uh, last year he did really well, so I'm willing to give him a couple extra weeks before I start hitting the panic button just yet. Um,
1: so, I, so maybe I should clarify my, clarify my point. Yeah, I, I'm not really panicking about it. I'm just yeah, thinking yeah. maybe they should take him out of the uh, leadoff hitter role, boom oh, down the lineup a little bit. Okay. Um, I think Dylan Carlson's super important sophomore slumps happen um so i'm not i'm not like super worried about him but maybe the pressure of being the leadoff guy at the start of the season maybe it's getting into his head a little bit maybe pull him down in the batting order a touch uh we all know goldsmith starts off every season slow so i'm not worried about him at all Uh, i was kind of hoping he was gonna not have that slow start because of how dang well he was hitting the ball in spring training (laughs) Yeah, um, But that's the problem with having a really good spring training because that's an expectation come opening day. So, um, no, my whole – yeah, I was just – my whole point was I think just these needs to move down the order a little bit. Um, but, I again, mean, yeah. we, we're struggling a little bit across the order. I mean, we're I, – I know that's contradictory to say with our statistics, but, you know, Bader hasn't seemed to lock in yet. Um, Edmund is – hitting the ball well and DeYoung was hitting the ball well in spring training and now he's not so that's another topic I want to get on later actually
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah we can yeah I don't let's see where are the Cardinals at um on the 2022 regular season they're sixth in batting average sixth in on base uh really that far down second in slugging and fourth and o- OPS so they're 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 hitting the ball and they're hitting the ball well um yeah the lineup I think maybe I would honestly give it to Bader I'd give the leadoff roll to Bader right now um I know he's not hitting super well but I don't want I don't want Edmund back at the top of the lineup Um, I know he's doing okay. Uh, I mean, he's been hitting the ball lately, but yeah, I'm, I, uh, I still don't trust him at lead off, but you know, maybe, maybe you need to, I mean, right now he's got nine hits, three home runs, five RBIs, three walks, 400 on base, 704 slugging, one dot ops uh yeah, he's doing really well uh, speaking of um, yeah, I mean de young De young, I'm ready to just give up on. Uh, I said it at the beginning of the season he wasn't he probably just needs a change of scenery, and you know what some players need that um, and I think De young has served his time here he started off really well and he's just right now he's just beating himself up about it. And I think it's time for the Cardinals to just cut ties. Um, yeah. Anything else on that, uh, topic?
1: You and I are in agreement on that. Um, if he was a hockey player, I'd say let's trade him for a bag of pucks.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> bag of peanuts in, uh baseball terms. Um, I do want to talk about, uh, Arenado, while we're talking about talking about uh, players to highlight. Um, so he leads the league in slow one dot and OPS with a 1.514 and an OPS plus of a 321. Um, yeah, he's leading the league. He's got five doubles already uh, and four home runs, second in the league, uh, and 12 RBIs um he's still hitting the ball well, and I like that um it's only ten games in i think um eight games for the cardinals um but he's he's hitting the ball well, and in a team where Carlson and Goldie are kind of struggling if you, the fact that he's still kind of he's hitting the ball well is really helping the cardinals a lot um if he wasn't in the ball well, I think we'd be hitting the panic button a little bit. Uh, anything on Arenado?
1: Loving him. Loving, Loving him. him. Loving him right now. He's he's seeing the ball well. He's, he's playing really well. I mean, he's only struck out four times in nine games. So, mm. in my personal opinion, I think that's pretty dang good. Um, I, I just – I mean, if he stays on track for what he's doing right now, he's going to hit 72 home runs, 216 RBIs, he's going to have 90 walks. I mean, we know that's not feasible and that's not what's going to happen, but that's the kind of pace he's at right now. I
0: love it. Yeah, I I, I like that a lot. Um, Yeah, I, I really wish you didn't say he's on pace to hit 80 home runs or what was it, 79? 72. 72 because now I just think he's going to get injured tomorrow and then be out for three weeks. And... Oh, stop it, you nigga. Nancy. <laughs> I just get scared about that. You don't want to <laughs> piss off the baseball gods.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not saying he's going to do it. I'm just saying mathematical yeah.
0: projection. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just, you know, I get scared. I get very scared. Um, yeah, is that all you want to talk about on that topic, the uh, Cardinals recap, uh, players to that you should be worried about or anything?
1: You know, I'm a little worried about, and this one might come out of left field for you, Newt Bar.
0: Just not not getting any
1: bets? Exactly. I'm not worried about him because I don't think he's not playing well. I just He hasn't had a lot of time out in the field or even at the Mm -hmm. plate yet. So I would hate for him, because he's not a very established player in the MLB, uh, maybe to start questioning his confidence or his mental game, get a little soft, and then when we need him, he doesn't perform. I would like to see Marmol get him in the lineup here somewhere a little bit more often.
0: I'm not going to be surprised if he comes in tomorrow to replace Carlson or play DH uh, against the right-handed pitcher.
1: That's what I'm looking for because Dickerson's
0: just
1: just not doing it for me yet. And again, new place, new faces, new team. Maybe it takes him four to six weeks to settle
0: in. Um, Also, I think Dickerson's only – he hasn't played that much in – Am I wrong? I or? think he's got between eight and twelve at bats. I think. Yeah, I could be wrong well on that. Eleven are eleven at bats, two hits, three RBIs, and yeah, I mean it's it's hard for a player to come off the bench and then only play a little bit. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a, but yeah, you're right. Uh, he's not he's not too great. So tomorrow they're playing Alcantara, so a right hander. So I wouldn't be surprised if Nuke. Um, Newt should be playing tomorrow.
1: Um, and with the amount of games we're going to see played in the next 25 days, I think they play. It's, uh, my number's off, but right? I, I want to say 24 games in 25 days or 25 games in 26 days, something like that. I expect to see Carlson take a seat on the bench and Newt Bar to get a game or two in the outfield. I expect to see Dickerson play a game or two in the outfield mm. just to keep. The the legs fresh and give guys days of rest. Um, so that so I'm hoping to see that so we can get a little bit more, uh, so we can see have a little bit more of the eye test on these yeah. other guys that we have and we haven't seen yet much this season.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's I uh I saw that uh the Cardinals are starting a 20 game uh stretch with no rest. Um, to to see. What the team is made of. Up. Um, Twenty games in a row. Uh, you have the runouts to thank for that. Um, yep. That's that's rough. That's rough, especially for the beginning of the season. Because um, really, the next—I mean—you have a couple of breaks there, but um, the next big one is going to be All-Star break in July. So, um, well,
1: thankfully, we got the two extra pitchers in the bullpen. Uh, in April for this heavy yeah. stretch we're gonna
0: have yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see Marmal uh, really use his um, managing skills to see what he's made of too because um we haven't really seen much of his managing skills um okay so before i so on, on. oh sorry yeah to interrupt no no, no. just cool.
1: you brought up Marmal yeah i want a small comment have you seen <laughs> the dude smile yet
0: Have you seen that? You saw that post too? Yes. Uh, Gosh, I I, I don't care.
1: (laughs) I don't care either, but it was a good point. I was like, hold on. We've had a couple of really big moments. I don't know if I've seen him smile since opening day. And to think about it, I don't even know if he smiled on opening day except for during introductions or whatever.
0: I saw him him smile whenever uh, Pujols uh, went around. Uh, third to s- try to score. Um, yeah, I saw him. I saw him laugh a little bit, but yeah, he's 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 got some. He's laughing a couple times, but I think as the youngest manager, he's got to kind of keep a face on there. And, you know,
1: I agree. And he set the bar sh- so high. He said it is the World Series. That's what they are going after. So,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, what was it, Schilt Never didn't really smile a lot. Uh, Matheny didn't smile a lot. Tony La Russa most definitely did not smile a lot. So, hey, you're in good company, even with Matheny, who started off his career really great with the Cardinals um, as manager. So, hey, I'm okay if the not smiling does anything for them. Um, okay, so I got a couple of topics I want to cover, so. Um, I'm going to start off with this one. So Nolan Gorman, um, is making headlines. My boy, last year I was wanting to trade him. I was like, let's, let's go get a, let's go get a pitcher. Let's go get someone, a fielder. Cause our f- offense sucks. And you know what, whatever. Um, but I'm kind of glad cause, um, this is not updated, but, uh, in 10 games, he's got 37 plate appearances. Thirteen hits, six of them are home runs. I think he just hit his seventh.
1: So you lose seventh tonight. Uh,
0: and seven RBIs, um, three walks, um, as one batting average, four fifteen on base, eight thirty eight slugging, oh, a one dot two five OPS. Um, yeah, he's. His time is coming. Uh, we were worried at the beginning of the season, and even in spring training, he was—he wasn't uh, looking. He was kind of looking like he was going to be a bust. Um, but right now, he's red hot. Um, so, so that brings up the question: um, He's probably going to say- be called off soon. Oh yeah, what?
1: No, I was going to say, say it. I know you want to say it.
0: So, so what's the plan uh, Nolan has been one of the Cardinals top prospects for a long time he and Carlson have been Mo's passion projects for a while now and he uh, and Mo plans to build these two so what's the plan um, when they bring him up uh, do they bench Edmund and make him a utility player uh, Edmund a utility player do they move Edmund to shortstop and bench to young bringing up Gorman uh, bringing Gorman does pose a problem, a couple of problems. And I heard someone say, oh, it's a really good problem to have because you can never have too much talent. But eh, it's not really a good problem. Uh, I mean, it's not really a bad problem or a good problem. It's more of a problem that we need to – anyways, I'll, I'll get I'll get to that in just a second. Um, too many players on the roster. Uh, so that means Sosa, DeYoung, and Edmond have to be either sent down – or traded. Um, if they trade DeYoung, then they are gonna uh, going to eat a have to portion of his contract. So it isn't going to be worth much in the trade and trade value. Edmund is your best hope of getting something in return. However, even though Edmund isn't great offensively, he is better than DeYoung and Sosa defensively, and and offensively, in my opinion. Um, if they trade Edmond. Then they can get a catcher, starting pitcher, or even a reliever. Um, I understand that people like Edmund and act like he's the best thing ever, and his defense is the reason why he should start. But the Cars are seriously lacking in offense. I know I just said earlier that they're for third and second in uh, some of the offensive stats, but in the last two years, they haven't. Um, uh, but, but, but. And I'm willing to lose a little bit of defense um, if it meant getting a boost in offense. A rising tide raises, raises all ship, ships. Um, if one guy does what uh, better, that means everybody else get, does better because then the pitcher has, has to actually pitch to some of our guys. Um, imagine having Carlson, Gorman, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Pujols, O'Neal, Edmund, Bader in the same lineup. It doesn't seem like it's uh, so top heavy like it, it was before. It looks even. I'm willing to uh, get rid of one of those three if it meant giving Gorbin a chance. If you want to win, then then you have to take care of the problems at hand. Um, I don't know who we trade though. Um, like I said DeYoung. De young, you're not going to get anything for, and you're going to have to eat a big ch- uh, chunk of his contract. You can't necessarily put him on the bench. You're paying him $26 million or not 20. Uh, it's like 20. Uh, I don't oh, remember six. his contract, his annual, but, huh? I
1: thought it was six.
0: Uh, yeah, he's, he's getting paid a lot of money. And so you don't really want to set him and set him on the bench. Um Sosa has never really wowed me, um, and like I said, you can't really get much for him. You'd have to make a trade package. Um, Edmund, he's good for you, but I mean, anyways. Um, what do you uh, what do you think?
1: Clarification: The uh, okay. Young's on a six-year, twenty-six million dollars contract.
0: Okay, uh, hold. Uh,
1: Just I, so you, I, we could clarify that.
0: Yeah. Paul young's contract is like it's literally big. the hardest thing for me to understand. Um, there's so many like, um, like so the he has two club options for 24 and 25, which he's not going to get because it's 12.5 million and a 15 million dollar uh, contract or uh, add-ons. Um, he's making six million this year and nine million next year. Um he's just not worth it. Um, so yeah, that's what I yeah, um uh, so anyways. Uh so I you,
1: respect your take there. Oh okay. I totally respect your take. But I However,
0: disagree. On which part? Res- um, almost Everything?
1: all of it. Almost oh, wow. all of it. Wow. <laughs> but I but I respect it because it's it's thought out and I understand your line of thinking. Um I think you're so far off base with getting rid of Edmonds. Not even funny. <laughs> and here's why. You can well, go ahead, laugh it up.
0: No, I, no, I, no I just, I know, I, no, I was, I was laughing. Oh, you used a Star Wars reference at me. Of course I did. I love you. No, uh, no, I was laughing because you were like, you're so far off base with Edmund, I was like, dang it. I try not uh, to.
1: So I agree. I mean, his defense is is super important, and if we had a deeper starting pitching staff. I could probably agree with you, but with our pitching staff, the way it's built, they're built for contact. They're built to mm-hmm. let our team play. We need his glove in the infield. So yeah. I like your, your scenario of if we bring up Gorman, we either put Gorman at second and we move Edmund over to short. And what we do with the young is whatever we have to, to get him off the payroll. So I know and I agree with you his trade value is not going to be super high. If that means we have to trade him and a draft pick or a, um, let's say, Donovan Mm. to get rid of him for a good relief pitcher or a draft pick that we can use towards a pitcher or go get another above average starting pitcher to put in the back of the rotation, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't think we need to go get another bat for it because I think we have the bats in the system. I really do. Mm. Um, especially bringing gorman up i think sosa is serviceable when need be he's not the best hit in the world but when he makes contact he's quick enough that he can if he can get on base he can can cause a problem for people Edmund seems to have the bat rolling if gorman is what we think he is supposed to be and carlson gets back to where he was at and when gold schmidt gets hot we're gonna be okay um so that's why i think your your take on trading Edmund. I mean, that's what I said. I understand where you're going with Edmund, where he'll be the best piece to get the most out of it, but I think that would be a very, very bad mistake for the way our team is set up right now. Matt's is on a four-year contract. We don't know what's going to happen with Waino. Libertor is going to be coming up next year, and we don't know a whole lot about Libertor or how he's going to handle the major leagues, so he may end up being a contact pitcher, and he's got a lot of movement on his balls, and as long as his pitches stay down, you know, he might end up being a, a ground out pitcher. So we're still going to need Edmund in the m- middle of the infield. Hmm. Um, and so if it doesn't work putting Edmund in short, is there a possibility? And I don't know this, so I want, I'm i interested in your yeah. opinion. Could Gorman play short? Does he have the arm for it? Is he quick enough? Is he af- is he athletic enough?
0: I'm, I'm sure since he's brought up as a third baseman, he could. But I don't think he's – I don't think they've been prepping him up for to play shortstop. Uh, but, but if problem. he's a good enough athlete, yeah, could he do it. That's my question. Yeah, I'm sure he could. Um, problem is, I think he they would have to send him keep him down a little bit longer just to good have point. him um, do all that stuff. But um, yeah, um, I can. I don't know about i don't edmund i don't know edmund kind of scares me sometimes uh i know he started off really well uh this year um he's a gold glover yeah he's a gold Glover and like i said defense is very important but so for me the thing with edmund is um last year he had a two sixty two batting average three oh eight on base three i think that's an 87 slugging, 695 OPS, and a 93 OPS plus, um, which is below average, uh, which we really should go on to take an episode to talk about what stats uh, mean and what – anyways, sidetrack there. Um, But anyways, um, (laughs) but so um, I haven't been the biggest fan of Edmund, and yes – Yes, he's such a good defender. He's a really good defender. He's a gold glover. Um, I, I can't remember what his defensive run saves are, but it's a really good one. Um, but who do we? Who else do we pay for their defense? Yachty or Molina? Molina. We don't pay him for his offense. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> um, that's true. Bader. Bader. Uh, he's kind of hit and miss. But you pay I'd him, say for we paid him for his defense. Yeah, um, shortstop, uh, you pay whoever is a warm body basically right now. Um, yep. T- Tyler O'Neill is more of an even player now, but used to you paid him for his defense. Um, now he's more, yeah, like you pay him for his offense also, which he's good. the The point is, is that's three guys: Bader, Edmond, and Molina. And the thing with them is you have three guys in a nine person lineup that um, that you're paying for their defense and not their offense. That's a big that's a third of your lineup. You can't pay everybody in your team to be just the, there for their defense. You have to have a little bit more offense. is Bader is. Uh, not consistent enough. But you pay him because he's probably the best center fielder defensively in the league. Um, maybe Buxton is better defensively, but it was yeah, top three. Um, and then who's the other one? Uh, Edmond. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I uh, sorry, my, no, my bad. No, 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 I I lost my train of thought for a second there. Um Yachty, Yachty since twenty nineteen. I mean and, and, and for good reason he's he, he spends three hours a day on his knees. Um but he's not offensively helpful, um, uh, except in clutch situations sometimes. Um so Edmund, you gotta I think you got to just kind of upgrade him uh, is my point. Um, also, whenever you have DeYoung or Sosa in that uh, there too, that's four guys. That's almost half your lineup, and you can't just rely on O'Neill, Goldschmidt, Arenado, um, Carlson, and Pujols um, to just lift you to the playoffs. I think that's always been the problem for the Cardinals since 2019 – 2020, 2021, I think they've just been so top heavy and then uh, pitchers learn to uh, pitch around them and then uh, just deal with the bottom half of the lineup and the bottom half of the lineup is so not good that the Cardinals end up losing games and getting crapped on because they pitch around Goldschmidt and Arenado and Carlson and O'Neill now and um, which is why I don't like uh, Edman, But the point, uh, back to the topic at hand, um, I'm willing to keep Edman that short uh, for now. I mean, I would say keep Edman that short if you could. Um, my point is you can't have three shortstops on the bench, though. Um, now, you could, if you needed to, release Dickerson. That was a thought I had. but um, And you have Edman who can play anywhere in the outfield, um who can play backup i think gorman can play anywhere in the outfield too um sosa can play outfield so you have some outfielders uh backup outfielders if you need them but i think you got to get rid of one of those three guys sosa Edmund, or deyoung and i think the most realistic is either sosa or um edman that a team would be able to be willing to pick up unless you just released uh, De young, uh, Sorry, I talked a whole bunch and s- threw out so much. Uh, do you have anything to add right there?
1: I mean, you're, you're putting through all the scenarios. I just still see that trading De young <laughs> way for even the bare minimum is the best option. Yeah. Uh, even if you have to package, which you're not going to package De young and Sosa together to give something – but
0: no, no, no. I
1: think you give away somebody like Donovan on Donovan's level or a pick and package that with the young. And I'm sure there's plenty of teams out there who would take the young and give him a shot. Cause I think you're correct. I think he needs a change, change of scenery, new mm. location, new team. The guy can play the game. We've seen him play the game. He's just not doing it with us right now. And I mm. think he's more of a head case than anything.
0: Yeah. do you, Do you, can you think of a team? I know that's kind of putting you on the spot. Ooh. um for uh, uh DeYoung the part of me wants to say the angels um Astros maybe um Astros picked up uh Diaz from us not too long ago and he's been pretty successful with them and they need a shortstop
1: yeah um, uh, Stros could be an option um, I don't know who Oakland's shortstop is off the top of my head. I know in the offseason El- – Elvis playing. Andres. Okay, so that ain't happening. Um, I know at the beginning of this, before the season, they were talking about maybe shipping him out to the Yankees, but that's not happening now. Mm-mm. Um, you know, it would be nice if we could ship him off to Baltimore.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to pick
1: up just, one of their picks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I – yeah, I just don't see them uh... – man, I don't – yeah, I don't, I don't see know. it happening
1: either, but I think it's yeah. the best option. Because I think yeah. you're right. With Edmund can play in the outfield if need be, but I still think his glove is so important to the infield. We got to keep him in the middle of the infield.
0: But yeah, it seems like young should be the one that you get rid of, but I don't know if you can. That's that's my only thing. Um, We're not packaging
1: him and Dickerson for somebody somewhere. Yeah. Uh, That'd be a lot of money to unload.
0: Yeah. And we could go get a pitcher for that. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, you're gonna have to eat some of his contract too. So that's I don't know. It's it's a really weird situation, and um, man. But like, let's not take away from like how good Gorman is, and like, I think, man, that Gorman, I want him so bad. <laughs> I am foaming I at the mouth. I want him on. You I want, want him on him. the Cardinals. I I have a man crush because I want. I want offense and I, I've been so back in twenty nineteen, I was like, I was excited for him more than I was Carlson. I don't know why, but um I was just like, maybe it was just because we were so outfielder heavy. I was like, I don't need another outfielder right now. I need I need a third baseman. And then we got um Arenado and now I'm like I was like, well, let's just trade him. Uh but I'm glad we didn't trade him. Shows what I know. Uh, Jordan Walker also did a really good job in uh, uh, double, or was it Double A? Or yeah, he's on Springfield. Yeah, Um, he's doing really well.
1: Uh, And apparently, Yepes is doing good too down there in Triple A. Is
0: he? That's what I heard
1: today. I haven't checked that myself.
0: Hold on, I'm looking it up, and I can't remember his name. So I think Danny
1: Mack said that Juan Yepes. That's right. I like think Danny Maxson, he was uh, playing fairly well. Somebody, I was listening to BK and Ferrario today. Shout out to those guys. They do a great job. Um, I think
0: 42 at bats, show. 10 hits, a double, five home runs, 16 RB, RBIs. Yeah. 3 uh, Let's see, a 238. uh Batting average of .256 on base, 619 slugging, 875 OPS. Not bad. Um, I'm sure they probably want his on base percentage to go up. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, it's about 90 points under what they want him. 80 points under what they want him to be. Uh, but I mean, that's it's pretty good slugging and a pretty good uh, OPS right there. Um, yeah, I like that. Um as for Jordan Walker. Um, here's a topic that we can really talk about too is uh Jordan Walker. I mean, as of right now that they they have him as a third baseman in a double A, but I mean they have to I guess I guess they're just gonna wait till next year to start training him for shortstop. Cause I mean, next year if Arenado stays, which will be in the next topic. Uh, I mean, you'll have Arenado at third, Nolan Gorman at second, Paul Goldschmidt at first. Don't really have a shortstop in mind, or other other than Edman. Um, I don't think that the Cardinals want to keep a guy. They don't want to bring a guy up just to play DH. I think they want to keep a guy fresh. Um, Jordan Walker should be training to be shortstop right
1: I mean I would think that'd be a natural move for him he's athletic Mm -hmm. Um, he's he he can play ball man I'm so excited the way you're excited for Gorman I'm excited for Walker and I know I've got a longer wait yeah (laughs) but I'm excited for him because everything I hear about this kid is awesome he's not even 20 years old yet he's one of the top rated prospects in the MLB and I listened to an interview on him. 30. In, number th- yeah, that's at number 30. And I listened. He did an interview with um, another shout-out to our St. Louis sports talk character, and Smallman. Hmm. He sounds like a really well-rounded kid. His uh, parents went to Har. His mom went to Harvard. His dad went to MIT. So he's smart, or at least he should be. And um, I think he was looking at going to Duke. And he decided to go play baseball instead. Uh. So he seems – from the little bit I know about him, he seems like a well rounded young man. I think he'll be good for the culture of St. Louis baseball. I think he'd fit in, so I'm excited to see him come up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Walker looks really good. Um, let's see. And uh, let's see. Um, 31 plate appearances. He's got 11 hits, uh, six RBIs, one home run, uh, two stolen bases, and six. Uh, Walks, three fifty-five batting average, four eighty-seven on base, four fifty-two slugging, and a nine thirty-nine OPS. Um, yeah, uh, hasn't sh- doesn't really show the power. It looks like for right now, but uh, I mean, he's only in Double A, so and he's and he's nineteen, and yeah, he's. I mean, he's only been in the minors for a year. That's good. That's.
1: So here's uh, a wild yeah, thought for you to consider. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No,
0: no. No, you so didn't cut me off. I, I was uh, done.
1: So Goldschmidt's contract is up after 2024. That is another two seasons for Walker mm. to develop. Um, if Nolan Arenado decides to sign a contract to finish his year in St. Louis, do we give Walker those two years to develop and turn him into a first baseman and take over for Goldschmidt?
0: Um, Ooh. I kind of think that that's going to be Yepez's, um so, job. Yeah,
1: but...
0: yeah, uh, yeah I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, I think for me though, I think I don't think that they want to keep Walker down and then bring him up and just start uh, playing first base in the majors. I think they kind of want to get him accumulated to the system and play a little bit. But, yeah, I would. I mean, he can play first if he wants. I mean, I'm okay with it. I. It's weird to think that Goldschmidt's only going to be – I mean, he's only going to be a Cardinal till 2024. He'll
1: be 36 in um, 2024.
0: Yeah, I know. It so. just seems like he's – it seems like like – just yesterday, we were supposed to get him for like eight years or something, or five years, and we've only just one
1: hundred thirty million.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Yepes, I—he's another guy I'm excited about. I, I've been excited about him since they brought him up to play the. Uh, he, they called him up to play in the playoffs with uh, against the Dodgers last year, but he didn't get a chance to play. Um, anyways. Um, uh, let's see, where are we at right now? Let's, uh, I got one more topic. I want to, uh, unless you have a topic you want to cover right now. No, you keep rolling, buddy. Okay. If Aaron Otto leaves this se- after the season is over, what did the Cardinals do to fill the third, uh, third base role? Gorman is, uh, already playing second base. Like I said, Jordan Walker is going to be ready until 2024 and they aren't going to try, uh, the rush that process. Obviously, you say, well, give Gorman third base and then move him to second. Uh, and then move him to second whenever uh, Walker is up. However, that scares me a little bit. Why? Because of Matt Carpenter. Uh, seems like moving a player who is comfortable at a position hurts them. Um, I have no stats to back that up. It just feels a little too... We're a little too... Um, close to being removed from when Matt Carpenter had his MVP like season in 2018, and then totally collapsed in 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, I don't know. I are you are you worried about are you worried about that kind of thing, or uh, are you worried at all about that, or
1: what? I mean. With younger players, I don't worry about it as much as I do older players. I mean, if you're talking about a guy who's 21, 22, 23, moving him around, if he's athletic enough or if he did enough of it in the minors, you know, put him back in a position he used to play in double A AA or triple A ball and he was effective there, doesn't scare me as much. Carpenter was a little bit older when they started shifting him around. If I recall correctly, I could be wrong. Mm. Um, so I think that bothers me more. So no, I mean, I, so that's kind of my answer. I mean, I, I, for me, it's situational and I hate, I hate doing that to you because I feel like I do that every podcast. I'm like, yeah, it's situational.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I know. It's like every, every person is different, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just too weirded out by the whole carpenter thing. And now I'm just like, I don't want to move anyone. I don't want to move anyone anywhere. I want them to stay right where they're at, play the positions they're supposed to play. Um, But let's see, you have Gorman at, maybe that's why they haven't moved anyone lately. Um, Maybe they're kind of worried that uh, to trade, um, I mean, Edmond, Sosa, or DeYoung, and then have Arenado leave at the end of the season, God forbid. Um, But, um, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, I know, it, I, I do want to ask this question to go back to that earlier topic. If Arenado stays, if you knew for a hundred percent fact that Arenado was staying, um, after the 2022 season, do you, and you knew that Gorman was coming up. Do, are you willing to trade, um, and you, well, let's say that we also knew that uh, Jordan Walker was coming up in 2024. Um, do you trade Edmund then if you knew that, that he was coming up, even though Jordan Walker is coming up in 2024?
1: It really depends on how Edmund's year goes. Mm. If Edmund hits 275, wins another gold glove, and has average or better offensive stats across the board. That makes it really, really hard for me
0: to just say get rid of him. Hmm. Uh, okay, one last question: Do you have a f- like? Is there a is there a shortstop that you would say, let's get him if like there was a trade scenario um, as an upgrade for over um, Edmond, Sosa, and uh, DeYoung? Your boy. My boy. Oh man, my boy. I would love to have Trey <laughs> Turner on there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you said that just to get me going. Uh, man. I've been I, I've
1: been paying attention since you brought it to my attention. I've kind of started trying oh, to gosh. look at him a little bit more and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Oh gosh. I wanted him last year. I was, I, I told people, I said, I am willing to trade Libertor, Gorman, even Jordan Walker for, uh, uh, Trey Turner. Oh my now gosh! Now that man.
1: I can't get on that train with. You, I know, but...
0: I know, I know, but still, I, I mean, that's how much I love him. I think, I think some pl- people like uh, overvalue or not overvalue, but um, kind of hold prospects a little too close. But yeah, I wouldn't trade all three of them for Trey Turner. But still,
1: no, I completely agree with the statement you just made mm, man. about prospects. Um, oh yeah, and probably this goes back, and I think I mentioned this. Well, to you, I know I am. I'm, a, I'm a even. I'm a bigger hockey fan than I am even a baseball fan, and, I, and I'm a diehard baseball guy. Yeah, um, but hockey, I bleed hockey. So, I've seen too many times where you know I get high on a prospect in hockey, and they just don't develop. So, yeah, that's why I said I'm with you on that. Now, interesting enough, you remember this kid named Mason Wynn?
0: Mason Wynn. He does sound familiar.
1: He's our number five prospect
0: right now or he was
1: he is he's our number he's our fifth best prospect we have right now and he's a shortstop who's supposed to come up about 2024 Uh, really Mm
0: -hmm. oh Um, yeah that's right I do remember this guy now
1: um yeah that's so go get a short term a shortstop for a couple seasons Mm. until when gets there maybe three years and let Wynn be the second shortstop that first year he's up in the league Um, Obviously, we're talking out there a little bit, so things can obviously change. Yeah, but um, that would kind of be the way I would go, and 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 your boy would want probably a big long term contract.
0: So I might try to find somebody
1: else who's servable, serviceable, and see what win does, especially by the end of the season.
0: Hmm. Gosh, gosh, I'm gushing now. (laughs) All I'm thinking about is uh, Juan Soto and Trey Turner and Cardinals uh, jerseys.
1: You're going to need a cold shower at the end of this episode. I,
0: I am. I'm going to need to have a cigarette if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. I love it. I love the idea. I, yeah. Um, yeah. That is weird, though. Like Mason Wynn, you said he's the number five prospect for the Cardinals right now.
1: Yeah. And according to uh, ESPN, he is our number five, or MLB.com, excuse me. He's our number five prospect. Um, we haven't even talked about number three and number four. Well, you mentioned number three, Livator, and then Libitor. number four is Herrera.
0: Yeah, Avon. Um, I haven't paid attention to Avon Herrera lately. Have you?
1: No, because I've been too focused on Kisner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What is it? We're at fifty. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's get into K- uh, Kisner real quick, if you Thank don't you. mind. No. That was, <laughs> oh yeah. That was one you, thing you I to talk out. Um, uh, so Yachty was a, has taken a back seat lately. Uh, he had to start against or start with uh, Wainwright tonight. I think, was uh, with Wainwright last week. Um, that's not true. I think he no, pitched he another he game with Michaelis. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Michaelis.
0: Um, Kisner has been starting more and playing really well. Uh, let's just say that Kisner goes downhill by August second. I think the Cardinals are testing that right now. Um, I think the Cardinals have a trade target in mind already right now uh, that if Kisner just goes downhill and with his as many at-bats as he has by uh, August 2nd, um, I think the Cardinals are going out to get a catcher. Uh, maybe Sean Murphy. Um, maybe uh, uh, the Rays guy whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, someone, maybe that McGuire guy from the White Sox. Um, this catcher, I think, I think gonna is gonna, take. I think this cat, yeah, I think the catcher that they get is gonna be, they're wanting to be Yachty's replacement. Um, even though Yvonne Herrera, um, I think, is it Ali Sanchez? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kisner have all been kind of vying for the spot. Um, I think that's why on top, I mean, obviously you want to keep Yachty healthy and his last year and you want to keep him fresh as long as you can. Um, but I think, I think that's also their, um, goal is to try to see if they need to get a catcher because you don't want to be hosed next year. Um, but what do you think?
1: Okay. So according to what I heard, read and listened to, um, because Yachty had some family things he had to take care of during spring training, he showed up to spring training right, uh, late, his body isn't quite up to speed, so his knee was bothering him. So what they are doing right now is – the plan was already to give Kisner more time than they gave him last year because, let's be honest, Yachty's getting a little bit older. And yep. he's been squatting for the last 25 yeah. years of his life. And, yeah. you know, 15, 18 of
0: um, them. probably um, shouldn't Probably shouldn't be saying he's been squatting for the last 20 years. but you you said he was (laughs) on his knees.
1: (laughs) That's true. I was trying to find a better way to say it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So I think um, what they're trying to do is they're trying to conserve Yachty for the length of the season. I do agree with you. I think they're trying to see what Kisner has and what he can offer, maybe use him as trade bait at the end of the deadline. I don't think if they trade Kisner, it's going to be for another catcher. So I, my my thought process is a little bit different than yours. It may be for pitching. Uh, basically, oh. I think they're going to trade for his pitching, to be honest. Maybe another bat, but I don't see being a catcher. I can see him bringing up Ali Sanchez, or if Herrera is having a really good year, they may bring him up to get some tutelage under Yachty for the end of the season. Um, I think that's a long shot, by the way. That's kind of like my dark horse. Uh, analysis but I really just think that they're trying to conserve Yachty for when it counts um, to see what happens later in the season and where we're at in the standings we're going to need his leadership and his experience post August uh, especially if we're going to make a run in the playoff and we need him to be as healthy as possible and to have as much of his knees and his legs underneath him ready to rock and roll now, Yachty did come out in an interview and say that he feels much better than he did last week, and he's, he's feeling back to his normal self. So I'm saying Yachty's probably going to catch somewhere between 90 and 100 games this year, and we're going to see Kisner somewhere between 60 and 70 is my thought, if Kisner's here the whole season. Uh, but that's what I'm hearing on local radio and, and local reports.
0: Yeah, that that does make sense. I, I think that even if Yachty doesn't – like you said, if Yachty doesn't or doesn't have those family issues, we're still seeing Kisner a little bit more. Oh, I agree. Um, uh, but, but uh, yeah, I didn't mean to say that uh, I would trade Kisner for another catcher. I Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would trade someone for a catcher. Um, Yvonne Herrera, uh, in his 2022 uh, AAA stats, he's got 23 at-bats, four hits. Uh, three RBIs, no home runs, one stolen base, uh, two walks, 174, 174, batting average, 240 on base, 217 slugging, and a 457 OPS. Um, it's so it's not a- what you want. <laughs> yeah, It kind of scares me. me. I kind of wish, wish that. We, we didn't have, have a catcher, catcher coming up who is already not doing well in the triple A's, um, but maybe he'll – yeah, like you said, maybe he'll turn around. I don't know if we're going to see him in 2022 from the looks of it uh, with how Kisner is doing. I would love to have Kisner be the replacement. I I really like Kisner. I know uh, before Kisner was – called up to the majors they were saying that he's got like this pop off his bat and and I think he kind of got screwed because he doesn't get consistent at bats because of Yachty um but i'm i I, I would love for Andrew Krisner, but i I was just thinking I think this is kind of a test by the cardinals um see how he does uh with this pressure when he gets more than uh, let's see how many at bats did he get last year 161 the year before that he had 16 the year before that he had 53 um but in 15 at bats this year he's already got uh one home run five rbis a 333 batting average 375 on base 600 slugging and a 975 ops with the 173 ops plus um he looks like he's settling in, and I'm actually surprised by that. Um, like I said, for the past three years, he, he's been kind of riding uh, the bench. And to stay to stay in that focused motion or that focused, uh, stay focused at the plate, that's, that's pretty incredible for me. Um, and I think he needs to get some more love and some more uh, appreciation from people.
1: He's growing on me.
0: Really? Yeah, he is. Good. I mean, come
1: on. What I what I say in the preview of this season that he scared me. Yeah. I mean, his bat's been pretty good. His play vision seems okay. Um, better than Yachty's right now. Um, he did have that little defensive error against Milwaukee, but nobody's mm-hmm. perfect. He's a human being, so um, yeah. I'm just kind of rolling with it as I. Like can, and like I said, he, he's growing on me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for us today. Um, unless you have one more th- or anything to talk about.
1: Let me uh, just double
0: check and make sure we covered everything. I think we covered all the topics I brought up today. Yadi Arnato, Gorman. Yep. Yeah.
1: Bueno looked good today. We talked about Wayno right? Wayno looked good today. Yeah. Solid outing yeah. quality start. Gave up yeah. one home run. That was
0: really it. So No, I mean I, I do can't... wanna say I do yeah. wanna um, the Cardinals are looking good. However, I think we all need to take a take a beat and just remember that they, they beat the Marlins today, who aren't horrible but they're not the best team in the world. Um, uh, Brewers uh, are coming off, or the Brewers aren't the yet. So I just I want to see whenever they get into these dog days, um, or even the stretch that they're about to go into the twenty game stretch. I'm I, I want to see how they uh, handle that. Uh, I'm interested for I, the
1: series against the Mets when they come back home from the from mm-hmm. the road stretch. That'll give us a pretty good
0: read on kind of where we're at. Yeah, and what is it? Yeah, kind of scares me. Like last year in the 2019 when Cardinals would uh, lose three games and then win one and then lose another three, and then those uh, April, Mays, and Junes were the worst for the Cardinals, and somehow they made the playoffs. Uh, But anyways – uh that's that's gonna do it for us oh yeah
1: that's i was just no go ahead i mean mean, when we get home we get three games with the mets then we got four games with arizona then we get one game at home with kc then we go back across i-72 kc for two games then we got a four game set with in san francisco so these next we're gonna have a couple really really tough series in the next three or four here um and then we play the Mets again in April, and then we play Toronto, and then we play San Diego at the end of May, and we play Milwaukee again in May. So I think by the end of May, we're going to have a pretty good read on where this team's at, what they're capable of, what they're not capable of. Um, but I, I still think we're a playoff team as long as they stay healthy. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be a good season.
0: Yeah, I, it's, I just – i i say that mostly for myself, I'm like don't don't get caught up just yet, just like like take a breather, just take a take a step back a little bit before you get your hopes up and just cry yourself to sleep and you know drink yourself into oblivion like you always do, but you know i, I I'm playing into this whole alcoholic character thing uh you are and i i i I admit I am an alcoholic, but i mean i'm I have Saint Louis in my blood so I tech. Everybody's an alcoholic, right? You're born I mean, in St. You're, Louis. You're,
1: you're, you're an Anheuser person, so you're good.
0: I am. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that uh, you can catch us on Friday as we do the MLB show. I was going to say recap, but it's not really a recap. We don't really talk about recaps. Um But yeah, we will see you on Friday and hope to see you you again. You guys can find us on YouTube now, too. I was just about to say that. Great minds think alike. Um, Yeah, we're on YouTube. Thank God. Um, So now all the old ladies can uh, see and hear us. Actually, they can't see us because we're not on video yet, but it's coming. It is coming hard. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Please don't ever. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus, Spend, spending too much time with Yachty or Molina. Uh, okay, well, that's going to do, do it for us. <laughs> Bye, Felicias. Take care, guys.